Hello, this is Josh Cottill. I'm on staff here at Redeemer Church. This week, we are taking a break from our typical format for the Gospel Coaching Podcast. Today marks the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre. We have been honored to partner with several churches and organizations working throughout the state to recognize this tragic event, honor the victims, and work to make lasting changes to combat the long-term effects of this tragedy. 100 years ago, on May 30th, 1921, a 19-year-old Dick Rowland was falsely accused of attacking a 17-year-old Sarah Page on a downtown elevator, as reported by the Tulsa Tribune. This false narrative struck the match that lit the fires of racial discord in this city and erupted into 16 to 18 hours of carnage, destruction, and mayhem. One of the most prosperous black communities at that time in the United States was destroyed. What took many Tulsa residents a lifetime to build took other people only hours to destroy. One library, two dozen grocery stores, four drug stores, eight doctor's offices, a dozen churches, over 30 restaurants, and an entire neighborhood were reduced to ruins. Countless lives were forever changed by the racist actions and attitudes of Tulsa citizens. It has been called the single worst incident of racial violence in American history. We mourn the many, many losses recorded in these and other statistics. We recognize, too, the many unrecorded losses, the ruined generational wealth, and the resultant complex trauma that continues to affect Black communities in Oklahoma to this day. Today, we offer a guided time of prayer and lament as we reflect upon this history. Scripture is filled with moments of lament and grief. Though we long for and trust in our coming hope, there are riches hidden in the process and experience of sorrow and loss. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. Psalm 13, 1-4 It breaks the heart of God that his children would face harassment, abuse, and injustice. It breaks the heart of God to see his children set themselves apart as superior to others, equally made in his image, and to seek to destroy. As followers of this compassionate God, we must ask for our hearts to be broken too. Pray for the victims of the massacre, some of whom are buried in mass graves even unto today. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. Psalm 130, 1-2 God is attentive to the cries of the suffering among his creation. Do we have ears to hear these cries too? Pray against the attitudes of racism that still exists in our world and in our culture today.
Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Psalm 51, 5-6 Too often, the church has been silent in the face of racism, prejudice, and discrimination. Or worse, we have been active participants in this destructive work. The church, Christ's hands and feet in this world, must be held to a higher standard of grace, compassion, and love of neighbor. Pray against the sin of racism that still lives in some of our churches today. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Psalm 19, 12-14 Prejudice and racism are sinful attitudes that lead to sinful behaviors and systems. Each individual Christian must humbly pray to the Holy Spirit for these sinful attitudes to be exposed and to be renewed with the attitude of Christ, who humbled himself in obedience to God. Pray and repent of any attitude of racism, prejudice, or bias that God finds in your heart. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. I said, have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. Psalm 41, 1-4 In the book of Genesis, God sees his creation and he calls it good. He sees humankind and calls us very good. Though we are broken and separated from God by our sin, he still longs to be near to us, all of his children whom he created and called very good. We long to see the image of God in ourselves and others. Pray that you will see all people as made in the image of God and worthy of respect. Let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. Let him bury his face in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him offer his cheek to one who would strike him, and let him be filled with disgrace, for no one is cast off by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love, for he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to anyone. Lamentations 3, 28 through 33. It is good and right for us to react to injustice with sorrow and with anger. It is good and right for us to trust that God will deliver us from suffering and give us hope. As we follow a God who sees the beautiful and the broken in our world, we must accept this tension.
pray for the healing which only the Spirit of God can bring. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalm 147, 3. Lighten our darkness, we ask you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray that God would heal the hearts of all people. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. The 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre reveals how wrong attitudes can result in great destruction. But that spirit of Greenwood would not die. With the indomitable human spirit of resilience, this community literally rebuilt itself bigger and better economically than before. Pray that in spite of this horrific tragedy, God can use each of us to help move us all forward along the path of racial reconciliation and harmony for the next generation to see, experience, and pass along. Amen.